The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Honor. What's up, bitches? What is going on? With us tonight, back again, is Murphy Lawless. Why, hello. How did you know I would be hungry for more? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, I think we're all hungry, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. We're all a little, the, little famished. The time of year, it gets a little cold. I start to worry, you mm-hmm. know, I just... You need stores, right? You need stores. You need mm-hmm. to, yeah. You need to fill up the freezer. A little bit of uh, meat on the bones, exactly. If you will. And in uh, the holiday spirit, mm-hmm. we decided an episode on a cannibalistic car was needed mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if anything that you can take away from this episode is you can get away with murdering a family member around Thanksgiving. You just cook them. <laughs> you just cook them. Yeah. And no one know the difference. It's nope. that easy. Just put oh. gravy on them. Yeah. Just put- <laughs> Actually, you got to play your cards right because you got to make sure because if your family does bird, they're going to have questions. If your family does ham, you're in the clear. True. A lot of families do do both. They do. They do. They do. And you My can freeze that shit and save it for a couple Thanksgivings. Yeah, you fucking can. Right? Especially what? if you actually know, have someone that knows how to carve a person. If you know how to carve a deer or a cow, you can carve a person. <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure that's the same if- shit. Look, I'm just get a, a copy worried. of Grey's Anatomy and work. <laughs> I'm a little worried right now. No, like I'm sorry. Like all the parts, the rules. <laughs> all the parts are the same. You've got the rump roast, which is literally right. the ass. You've yeah, got right. the hind quarter, which would right. be your thighs. Mm-hmm. You've got the tenderloin, which is the strip up the spine. I mean, everything is Ooh, exactly the same. I could eat those ribs. Okay, no, I'm. Fine. There are ribs. I mean, yes, everything yeah. is the same. Sorry, I have trouble. With pork it's just rose. the way the body sits <laughs> makes it will change the fat content. Like you know, cows That's sit true. on all fours, so the fat tends to. Go down the ribs oh my versus God. humans that think about how amazing like a stew with like human rump roast would be. God There's damn. so much fat, no, if, especially like if I like cut off half of my ass, I would still have enough ass to sit on. <laughs> like, just, oh my God! <laughs> you know, if our fish was alive, we could just ask him. Yeah, how does that stew taste? I would not ask that fucked up old man <laughs> shit. <laughs> Other than how many needles are in your groin? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> uh, the X-ray told him. Ugh, it's true. Fuck that. It's true. I could imagine like jamming. Never. Mind. Anyway, that's a different, different Y'all thing right there. A lot about this. Fuck. It's just Y'all. that easy. They even show you in Tales from the Crypt. Remember the diner episode? Oh, I know. They show you how e- how easy it is to literally mimic cow cuts to that's human. That's the cuts. Christopher Reeve episode. Yes. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Isn't that meatloaf on that? Uh, that too? which is kind of ironic. Meatloaf that... was the first kill. Right, but that's the same. Yeah. Meatloaf is Aww. in the episode about yeah, yeah. reprising yeah. his role in the Rocky Horror Picture Show as dinner. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> I'm just it's yeah. hey because yeah, I remember they open the freezer up and you see chunks missing out of him. Like holy fuck. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. So literally meatloaf. Uh, and there's a reason you asked me to be on this episode, and it's not because I'm I was a fucking Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think so. I think the easiest thing, easiest one to start with, and just, I mean, I hate to say get out of the way, but really get out of the way is the Texas Chainsaw franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, that they're like the king of king. They're for, so blatant with their cannibalism. Not only I fucked mean, up family, but just a, the all they do is eat people. And but the the caveat is they also <laughs> want to wear their skin. I mean, that's fair. It's not the one that I thought you were going to say, to be honest. But um, there's definitely like 
an important one, especially like they really like he really dug into that in Texas Chainsaw 2. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. he was like, y'all didn't think that was funny. OK. Yeah. Watch yeah. secrets in the chili. You know, what I mean, yeah. like, secrets in, in the, the meat. meat. Yeah. yeah. Secrets in the meat. It's just like, yeah, I mean, they're blatantly hitting you over the head. We eat people. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> a lot of people think you need to skimp on the meat. Uh-uh. Like, nope. Shit. I mean, in the first one, they're just trying to feed grandpa, right? Like, yeah, if, if you're question the, the dude that's barely alive, they're like, eat this finger, it'll make you feel better. Like, like suckle the blood. It's not weird. <laughs> yeah. Here, weird. prick a finger here. Suckle on it, grandpa. Fucking, ugh. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I agree. It's probably the most, mm, I think, with horror fans, probably the yeah. most well known. I mean, the next one we get to would probably be the most, like, generic if you go, if you say cannibal. There's a person whose name rhymes with cannibal. That, oh, we're diving into that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. what I that's, thought you were going to talk saying. about. Because generally, generally, if you say cannibal, this is what will come up. Because uh, you're right. I was speaking specifically to horror fans that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the first one to, to pop yep. up. Mm-hmm. Because technically, the movies uh, are not horror movies. They yeah. aren't. Yeah. They're, they're thrillers. I, I mean, th- I feel if, like you, cannibal, if you were to put, if you were to put, Silence of the Lambs in the horror category. Then you need to put uh, James Patterson, like Kiss the Girls and Along Came a Spider and all his fucked up serial killer movie uh, books that have become movies into the horror realm. Just because it's a fucked up individual that is killing people uh, for whatever fucked up sadistic shit that they're into doesn't necessarily mean it's a horror film. I don't know why society deems Silence of the Lambs as a horror film. I think because it has horrific elements. And one of the beautiful things about horror is that damn near anything could be horror if you're afraid of it. Well, that is true. And that is the, true. the thing about Silence of the Lambs that I think stuck with people, and I would also argue that um, within that franchise, Hannibal Rising and Red Dragon strayed more into the path yeah, of later genuine on in the horror. Series. Exactly. Right. And which uh, were funny because those were both prequels, so it is interesting to me. But, um, you know, that I think the thing that was really horrifying to people is that a lot of times when people want to talk, when they want to talk about cannibalism, they want to talk about it as a faraway thing, as a thing that doesn't happen here, that intelligent people don't do. And so you get maniacs like, you know, the Sawyer family and things like that and other and other instances, which we'll discuss later, and not the highly educated, well-cooking, brilliantly spoken Dr. Lecter. And I think that's what brought, like, entice people is that you almost aren't shocked with, you know, the the family in Texas Chainsaw. They're just crazy maniacs, kill people and eat them. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing with Hannibal Lecter. Like, he's so well-spoken, and just, like, bragging about killing someone and just, you know, making a nice little meal out of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what I think got into everybody was that mannerism he had. Yeah, yeah, he kills people and he eats them, and it's not a big deal, and he's very high class about it, you know. And you need him. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that, I do understand the the concept of why I just have already being like raised in the horror world. Mm-hmm. It's not like, a horror movie. I'll it's, give you. It's, it's I'll like it's like you. the Bane phrase was like I was molded by it. You know, like <laughs> people that came into Silence of the Lands and probably don't watch horror, but they're just like this kind of like ooh little little toe There's, in the water. I would say so the Hannibal escape scene is probably the closest you get to mm-hmm. what I would say the beats of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So oh so good, but I do think that we like. If nothing else, like we have to give it to him because he was in that that feature length movie for 14 minutes and made the biggest impression out of anything in that film. Exactly. Yeah. And that leads into what I think because it, it, it did kind of get shuffled into the horror category and it allowed for later on, like you said, Red Dragon and Hannibal uh, Rising, which Hannibal Rising is actually 
really fucking dark. Yes. Uh, but when you go into the NBC series Hannibal, mm -hmm. I think that's really where you're shot. You, you, it's shining, and it is a fucking horror show. Like. Mm -hmm. That one scene in Silence of the Lambs when he escapes, mm -hmm. that's like the entire series, three seasons oh. of a show. Like, he, he's just like filleting people and putting them in and making art pieces out of them. And like that, okay, okay, there you go. That's crossing over Texas Chainsaw because they were making furniture and shit out of people. Ed <laughs> Gein, like real life shit, right? Mm -hmm. So here is something that I wish to, to posit to you as a, <clears throat> a person that, shall we say, enjoyed both Mads Mikkelsen and... Uh, oh, they're both so good. And um, Sir Anthony Hopkins uh, in multiple ways in those roles. Uh, I think part of the horror aspect for people that especially do not typically watch horror, seek horror out, is that they were watching these individuals do and say horrific things, be very frank about them, and found themselves attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I oh. think that that aspect plays into it more psychologically than a lot of people realize because then you start to go start to go oh but he's attractive yes and he eats people that's yeah i think that's one of the reasons hannibal just doesn't work is that everybody's like oh my god a fucking sequel to science lambs but he was so just like not playing the same kind of hannibal lecter in the sequel where you know he's more attacking the dude and like where like he's feeding the guy to the pigs. I don't know. There's just a beat that doesn't mm. work in Hannibal, even though it almost plays. Hannibal has more beats of a horror movie than mm -hmm. Silence of the Lambs, in my opinion. It does. it does. And Hannibal was the third one to come out, so they did Red Dragon first, and they then with the success of that, they did Hannibal. Well, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Now Red Dragon came out after Hannibal. I thought so. Did that's it? what's weird really? about it. Oh, yeah. Red yeah. Dragon's really aw Red Dragon's awesome. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. So Red my, my confusion is a remake of. Manhunter, yeah. Well, God, though, Manhunter wasn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but which is a slower version, but, slower uh, of uh, Red Dragon. But Hannibal is was that sequel. Everybody was man stoked as shit about it. I mean, when it came out, it broke the record for like highest grossing rated R movie because everybody had to fucking see it, and everybody was hyped to see it and then turned off by it. And I think a lot of that is because they leaned into it. He does murder more people. And I mean, dude, he, he fucking feeds Ray Liotta his own fucking brain. All right, like, yeah, what else can yeah. you say about that? All right, and, yeah, but fuck that dude. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I think when it, but when, for me, when it comes to if I'm looking at straight horror, not just the horror of humanity, which is where, really where Hannibal Lecter comes into play, at least in the books with mm -hmm. an Anthony Hopkins portrayal, it's like you're you're a serial killer. That's the horror of humanity. But when you're looking at the aggrandized horror that is the genre that we love, and we're talking about. Right. I think uh, Mick, Milkinson? Mick, Mickelson. I, Mick, I can never fucking pronounce his fucking name. Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I always stutter, stumble over that. But he, because okay. he, he did it in a way where he didn't talk like he was crazy. He didn't exaggerate, uh, you know, the different, you know, syllables and the words. He talks monotone the entire series. Oh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that is the definition of sociopath. Like, he is, mm -hmm. but he, but in the same vein, you can play that off as being a therapist because you need to keep your tone neutral you're mm -hmm. you're you're docile. You know, docile but at the in the so you see he he just can he, it shows how he can hide like blend in like exactly. there's not going to be any attention brought to him cuz like everybody expects someone that's fucking killing people and eating them to be whacked out of their mind and he's like no you don't want to startle the herd exactly yeah. and he also yeah he there's actually a that's actually a part of the episode where he's like this animal tastes frightened mhm mm and it's and you know uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't watched it, but <laughs> there's the, there's a scene where someone brings something over for him to cook, and he's like, "This animal tasted frightened." 
and he was bringing over someone that he had just killed <laughs> while they were running from him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Hannibal caught, caught it. He was like, yeah, you need to make sure they're comfortable or they don't see you coming. <laughs> I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. So that's really what scary to me. And it shows him like actually keeping people alive and feeding mm-hmm. them things to make them taste better and then slowly chopping pieces off. Like that's fucking horror movie. That's That's like legit mm-hmm. horror territory to me. So the show I think does a better job of going the horror route than the movies ever did. Well, it take, it has more time to play exactly. with dimension. Exactly. And that, yeah, that was going to say, that that gives you a little more advantage as mm-hmm. you have, you're not set to an hour and a half to two hours. You are exactly. set to right. 14 hours of one season. To right. just I don't know why the fuck all. it got canceled. It's still being shopped around by the writers like mm-hmm. to land on somewhere. I would be shocked if Netflix picks it up. I mean, well, they, they were in smart. talks and then, that, I don't know, I forget what the article said happened there, but like all of them, Hulu, Prime, well, like all of them, because hmm. it, it's streaming Oh, there was a lock on Netflix, I think, having the strictly the streaming rights. Ah. So I don't think they could shop it around to film it while it was locked in just for the streaming rights somewhere that makes else. Sense. But now it's on Hulu, um, and I think it's on Prime, too, for, for streaming. So, I think it's, it's still on Netflix, because that's, it that's where I just started watching. It. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's on all three networks, mm-hmm. so I think if, that, if, it, if it's there, that means maybe it's starting to get freed up enough to where we could... I would take it. I mean, the last season aired in, like, I think it was 17 or 18. I would take it coming back after a two-year gap, yeah. especially oh, yeah. now that it doesn't have a... What little bit of like it, it? It doesn't seem like it had a lot of uh, you know restriction. Restriction, <laughs> yeah. You know, a little wrangling in. But I feel like now it's like, oh, well, okay. they can just do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we definitely need to touch on Hannibal and yeah, the and the more romanticized uh, the romantic side of the cannibalism because his side was yeah. more of a uh, how he. Like his relationship with people, like if he really connected with you, then he felt like he needed to eat you for the ultimate, like. Well, that know. is, I mean, okay. So we're gonna de- delve into some interesting theory territory, because uh, you know that plays into a lot of long-standing beliefs. And there's, you know, the ritualism aspect of it, of the beliefs of like gaining someone's power, gaining someone's strength, or what have you, gaining someone's sight, depending on the body parts that you eat. And then there's something that you know comes back again and again and again. At least in the things that I've researched, not that I dig a lot into cannibalism outside of this podcast. Totally normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I move my chair over. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's fine. Um, remember, consent is mandatory with me, so I wouldn't eat you unless I had your permission. Why are you licking your lips as you're saying that? That's so weird. My lips are chapped. It's winter. <laughs> um, not yet. So am I. I can I can lick my lips and not eat you. It's not. You know, don't don't read me, Hunter. All I right, don't appreciate right. that. Um, but you know, there's a lot to be said where like that obsession aspect of like an almost a domination aspect of devouring someone of having them become part of you mm-hmm. and like it is an obscene type of intimacy you know because you know you talk about often when we talk about intimacy we discuss like penetration and things like that and like you know really knowing each other's bodies well in what aspect what better way to know someone than to devour them and to see all of the parts of them mm-hmm. <laughs> then there's the just animal instinct of just your meat there let's go into meat. the let, let's go into the next one. Well, next one. Well, I had one that actually goes right into that. Where I think we're on the same page. It do, it's not the intimate side of it, but it mm-hmm. definitely is where it's survival. And I, we might be on the same side or not. But I was going to go with uh, uh, 2015's Bone Tomahawk. Because oh shit! Those cave the cave dwelling Native Americans in that movie they only ate people. I mean yeah. they they were because oh. remember there's they actually have someone they keep in the town that. That is, you know, that is indigenous, and he's like, they're not, I, they are not part of me. Yeah, yeah. they are something else. Yeah, but it's all like they a cra- do is eat it's people. It's like a, it's like a crazy cult 
in the midst of like they're like this whole other like yeah. sect that like even other tribes in the area are like we don't fuck with them exactly like they live the they, they of, live underground they live in caves and they they like to eat people and like they they the other tribes are like I'm not we're not down with the we're not down with the yeah, killing like, people and eating uh, yeah. them you know I mean that is uh, that's actually one of the few films that I actually haven't gotten to see yet where I couldn't find it streaming so I'm hoping to watch it's it it's not at some streaming point. anywhere right now you're yeah that's that is true I have, I I just own it because it's it's, it's Kurt Russell in a film that like you would not expect him to just crush it in too by the way which is it's awesome. it's, it's awesome. A, a horror it's western crushes. yeah it's a horror western it's a, yeah. and it's one of those things that i you know what i watch oh, and, it and uh, go, i've never seen a horror Patrick western wilson. before yes you Patrick have wilson's in it yes, uh, yeah if anybody's seen the conjuring or any of that stuff patrick that's his name right Pat, oh uh in the tall grass patrick wilson that's his name right yeah he's yeah. in the conjuring universe night owl from uh watchmen night owl from yeah. watchmen yeah oh okay he's okay. he's in Thank it you. uh so the cast i mean and then uh the, the guy who plays the indigenous uh Gentleman, he he's been in a bunch. He was in Westworld. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Was I'm he talking. the one that was in Fargo season two? Yes, yes, okay. yes. He is the yeah, one in Fargo season okay. two. And, oh, Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah. There you yep, Doctor Sleep. Uh, yep. That's yeah. right. He is the essential boyfriend, unofficial boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, I, that, yeah. That's the only real horror western. You said, is there something? else? Oh no, that? there is definitely something else. Mm -hmm. What's that? Ravenous. Yeah. Okay. All right, sir. Yeah. That, it's, that, do we, do we put that under put Western, Western or Frontier or, or Horror Frontier. Frontier? It is labeled as a horror Western. Really? Mm -hmm. I, see, I would consider that more of a Frontier laden, which it's, it, really what defines the Western or Frontier? Is it the Western, root and shoot them thing? Or? I think the Western is the overall term for that style of exploration. I would put like Django Unchained under Western, where I would put Hateful Eight under like Frontier, just and maybe... I don't know. Well, that that's actually a good description because the thing is, it's it's, it's the region they're in. Think of Hateful Eight, they're like up in the mountains. Yeah, maybe that's just that. Is Frontier, just you know? Like, I think Frontier. I think the Dakotas, like Colorado. Yeah. The West, we think like you know Texas, Arizona. Yeah, but those, those are kind of those are like you know Texas is Midwest. Yeah, it is. And then moving past that, because this is you know it plays a lot off the Donner Party, obviously. Yes. Um, and so it's remote in that area where that was one of the struggles that people faced going west and i think that this is the darker part of western expansion where it is remote you are hard it is hard to reach people if something goes wrong you are it yep and that goes right into the survival i mean that mm -hmm. and you and and the way it was shot the acting was so good because they you see you see how like disgusted they were mm -hmm. by having to do it oh and yeah that's showing like Okay, well, they're still human. They haven't lost this. I don't know if everybody except was disgusted. For, except for the one. Except for the one. Yeah. yeah. You mean Robert Palau? Yeah. Who <laughs> yeah. just seems to be like, you know what? You know what I fucking love? Fucking humans. Human flesh. There we go. There we go. But oh, overall, man. you see you see this remorse and this disgust in yourself, but, mm -hmm. you, but what takes over? The fight or flight, you're going to survive. Right. People don't like to admit that about themselves a lot of times, but it, when it comes down to it, you're going to do what you got to do to survive. I it's mean, that's what's going to happen. It's of cannibalism. You know? And the survival aspect is a big part of it and big a big piece of like what comes into play like you know it's not at all a horror film in the conventional sense but the film alive about you know the a soccer players crane play, mm -hmm. is that the one where everybody crash. grows giant beards except for ethan hawk who just grows a goatee for some reason he yes, can't grow hair that irritates the shit out of me he's that got a baby face everybody's got these giant beards and ethan hawk's like oh well i just kind of grew a goatee in this whole baby time. face yeah baby face <laughs> he can't grow a beard yeah what do you want they all can't be just you know yeah 
I'm just looking at the facial hair difference since uh, y'all can't see through the podcast. Steven is like stroking his luxurious beard and Hunter's sitting over here with a goatee mocking (laughs) another dude with a goatee. (laughs) I'm not stranded in the fucking Andes for goddamn like five months. You just have this patchy fucking fuck about on your face. But if I wasn't to shave, it probably would grow longer than say Ethan Hawke's. It's almost like that was in his contract in that movie. He's like, gotta keep my goatee. All right, like I'll grow facial hair, but it's only going to be goatee length because I'm part of the Gen X crowd, right? Oh God! Hook it up! Uh, oh, stop it! I'm just saying, motherfuckers had like beards down to their fucking middle of their chest, and Ethan Hawke's like, "Oh man, not everyone is a blessed hair grower." Uh huh. Right? <laughs> and I, I, there's there's another film I feel like needs to go into the survival mode. Now it's survival, but it was a choice made by them, this group, uh, but it's it still fits. And we've got to talk about both the OG and the remake, The Hills Have Eyes. And then okay. that, and that's where I was kind of going with, yeah. where that they treat cannibalism like. Just the nature, the you know, like that it's meat. They're not specifically seeking anything, but people are here. We need meat. There you go. You killed off all life forms by dropping your bombs. Yeah. So when meat shows up, we take the meat. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know. That's one of the other franchises that I need to watch. I will fully admit that I have not seen that because um, there every once in a while rape scenes get to me. Um, and so I appreciate having a heads up or someone I can watch it with because you never know when that shit's gonna hit. And wrong. the remake definitely. Now I will say, yeah, the yeah. remake. Yeah. If, 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 if you don't watch the unrated remake, it's I don't know. I like to say like a rape scene's better, but the unrated <laughs> version is just. Oh, the unrated sure. version is just not. I, yeah. I remember watching it in the theater, and that was the rated version. I was still pretty creeped the fuck. Yeah, out, the original so. doesn't have a rape I mean, scene. Yeah. Okay. So good to know. Yeah. Cool. Then I can watch that. So At least I, I don't remember a rape scene. I remember like they probably they, allude to it. Yeah, but they don't actually like. It's not so that. So that's where Craven, Craven I guess, started getting a little bit nicer because his first film in '72, he's like, "No, we're gonna." There's a rape scene, bitch. I'm like, scene, "Holy yeah. fuck, dude!" It's '72. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but the okay, we're we're gonna get into the '70s yeah. soon enough, and we yeah. like that's a whole other thing description. Yes. Before we leave the topic of cannibalism for survival, I have one more to add to the end of this. But okay. I would like love to hear you guys talk a little bit more about the hills have eyes because it's something that really fascinates me of that like it's that clan mentality Mm -hmm. um and you know not only that but like uh, like i feel like carl or carlisle's character calhoun was trying to build that in ravenous a little bit like because they really went like with that myth of the wendigo where like you know someone devours like once someone devours human flesh they will crave it and they will gain these powers and they will ultimately become a monster and i feel like he was really trying to cultivate that and And i I think that there is some truth to that because all these people aside from ravenous aside from ravenous because that was an elemental thing you know that that played a huge factor into mm. why they went that way. The other ones we mentioned are choices made by the individual civil mm-hmm. little clan or civilization. Like in Bone Tomahawk, those Indians chose to live in yeah. the mountains and well, eat like, humans. Well, yeah, the Hills like, Have Eyes, they, they chose to live on this nuclear wasteland okay, where enough. there was no life form. Okay. Right. So that, at that point, it's not just it's not strictly survival. It's about a choice, and this is what we have to do to survive based off the choice we made of where, okay. we, need to, well, where not, we need to live. Not only, with Bone and Tomahawk real quick, they all make body modifications with, they literally make that under their neck. With so like that, vertebrae or something yeah, or something? Yeah, so they yeah. can communicate. So they're not hmm. just, they're not just like killing motherfuckers and that sort of thing. They, they have this whole culture of modifications, killing people, the way they treat their women, which mm. is the other shocking thing. scene oh, in there. Yeah, that was, Holy that was shit. gross. 
Well, yeah. All right. Let's just yeah. and and that's almost right. like because yeah. um yeah the women in the tribe are pretty much just there to birth. They're birthing machines. Yeah, they birthing machines. birthing machines. Where the legs and the arms are cut off and they're just sitting there and oh, that's one of the things. Potato babies. Pretty much. They're yeah. Where they it's babies. almost like do they devour the women's legs and they're arms? They're just living incubators. Yeah. Essentially, that's what they are. I mean, I guess that's essentially what women would have been to the Sawyer clan. True. I mean, I mean or any old civilization yeah you know but cutting off the cutting off the limbs is a whole is another <laughs> that thing is, that yeah, is I want, a step. there's there's <laughs> like step. i want you to stay here and this taken. is you have no choice but to stay here yeah. i'll feed you every once in a while and then you're gonna you're gonna birth this and then we're gonna gyrate a little bit on you and then you're gonna do it again i mean there's just but they have no limbs to kill themselves with <laughs> so yeah like, i would try roll, roll my over. ass off the table like i would learn like that's where you got to use that booty pop like booty pop your ass off a cliff, man. That's what I would fucking do. Like I'm not living this fucking baby machine life. Oh, yeah, so that but that's but hills have eyes. Like I said, I think it was definitely more of they kind of got. I think they got off on the hunt a little bit. Like are like oh shit, people. Oh, here. they were sadistic and, as fuck. Yeah, like yeah. so, it's yeah. not just like we kill them instantly. Like they're hunting them mm-hmm. and then killing. In them. both renditions, they fucked with the family hard. So, um, one of the films that I watched recently that. I had been on my wa- my want to see list for a long time, and I'm so glad that I finally watched it. Was We Are What We Are? I saw that movie. I have not watched. It. I've, oh, I've seen man. it though. Like, do you mind something... if I talk about it a little? Oh, bit? Oh, sure. Go, Go for it. it. So it's it. You know, and, and it's something that like you can kind like when you read the synopsis of it, like you can kind of see how it plays out. I'm not gonna fuck up the final scene for you because for me Thank that you. was like the 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 moment that I was waiting for because the rest like you know it follows a lot of beats that you can kind of get behind where like they have this tradition where like it's like essentially called like the blood of the lamb day where they essentially like eat a person every year and so they they've been living in this town this family and so people have like periodically gone missing and this is the year that all of that starts to kind of unravel um but uh, the, it f- stems back from when their ancestors settled in that area and they resorted to cannibalism to survive. And the patriarch snapped and was like, this is a gift. The meat is a gift. This person has died and they have gifted their body to us to survive. Okay. Okay. And it is and it's something where like, you know, he called his oldest daughter to like come and like essentially I think it was like strip the meat off her mother's body or something like that. Oh. It's it's intense. Oh. Um but it's and oh. you know, they like they make it into a stew and all sorts of other stuff. Um but it's it's like the family has like ritualized it and so it's this patriarch who's very much still wrapped up in that that pattern where like this is the way we do things. And the girls are I wanna say one is like 16 maybe older and the other one is just a little bit younger so they're kind of like like they know what they're doing it's not a shock their younger brother i don't know if he knows that he eats people yet or if mm. they're gonna be like hey surprise your fam- your favorite <laughs> food is uncle tom uh, <laughs> um, oh <laughs> but i i highly recommend it at the very least it, it is worth a watch um and when when you do watch it you will understand why i did not want to spoil anything about the last scene because oh it was just delicious and he, actually you bringing up the whole like tried and true like uh tradition mm-hmm. that the patriarchs kind of hemmed up and leads onto the road of uh more of a fun i know folks have been a little bit darker at the beginning of the cannibalism <laughs> but you know i mean it's cannibalism what the fuck let's have some fun let's have some fun with it uh one that again the patriarch of the 
hotel motel. Yeah, you would oh, say. Oh man, I was would, uh, <laughs> would would uh, would say he's following in the tradition of his grandma. Yeah, which uh, we're talking about motel hell. Oh so, yeah. You've got to be so goddamn. It takes silly. all kind of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. <laughs> all right, he's the biggest damn cannibal in the county. <laughs> yeah. No, that was his son. He's like, no, he's that's like, a, his brother. Oh, it's his brother. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, his brother's like, he's the biggest damn cannibal on all of us. And my, <laughs> as he's like hacking away as bodies. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. He planted the fucking bodies in clothes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't yep. strip them. Nah. I thought there would be some sense of like, okay, nope. you strip them and the earth's moisture does something. No, you're like wearing no. ratty ass clothes. And just <laughs> seeing them add new people and there's the other heads just like, all right, you're part of the new batch. Uh, like, that's right. <laughs> fucking, uh, but that was, I mean, as much as, you know, that came out after the Texas Chainsaw Mm-hmm. did you know of course that fed into that fed it was also based off of a loosely based off a real live uh story uh mm-hmm. out of poland uh carl denka oh. I, I don't i don't know how to pronounce polish names i'm sorry okay. everybody probably ben- Denke. carl denka d-e-n-k-e yeah and Denke. where he would Denke. take the homeless and he would Oh yeah, Feed you know them. that's actually happened a lot throughout history. Homeless are always easy prey. Well, no, I mean like people <laughs> no, I'm getting serious, sold as, Well, no, you're right, and that actually leads us into Chud. But yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm really happy about that because that's where I was going. Where I wanted to go. Yay! But anyway, it does. Like you're right, but like except for in this film, he just picks. He's you know he's in the middle of nowhere, so he, anybody who travels that road, like. You know, it's not a heavily traveled road, so... Plus, it's unassuming that this weird, old-ass fucking farmer would be, like, this crazed killer and shit. Sweet little old man. And, well, and the fact, that, pig mask, the fact that, like, say, oh you in the towns being human flesh for the last, you know, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Like... You know, pig, he just took a pig head. That's why... I don't even think we could call that a mask, my dude. That had that a lot of awesome. meat. Yeah, I was gonna say a pig head, yeah. but I'm just saying... Besides that, they just act like, you know, you're very old. Like, yeah. just go down that road. You'll find, like, it's very old timey. Mm-hmm. You don't expect this motherfucker's going to put a pig head on and fucking kill me. Like, yeah, yeah. No. yeah he's going to whittle me something, not fucking make me <laughs> into a fucking meal. Well, yeah. Not so, whittle me. <laughs> yeah. So the pig head thing, that was, that was just the grand finale of the shit show that is this movie. And I say that as much as I love it. It's a fucking tire fire. Oh yeah, it, this movie. There is nothing. But they don't take themselves seriously. <laughs> no, no, they, they don't. don't. They I mean, know called, it. They know it's it. It's called Motel Hell. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like they knew what they were getting into. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. like this is gonna be groundbreaking. It's no. like nah. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. They exactly knew. And uh, yeah, that last the, scene with the chainsaws and he's and Vincent's wearing the pig head. I'm just like, oh. I'd and and that's where we go into the next movie, which again I will say was not taking themselves very seriously. No. Literally, the name of the movie is Chud, all yeah, right? Yeah, Like, yeah. at that point, they're not going, you better take this serious. Like, this is, yeah. it's named Chud, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's an acronym. That makes it serious, right? Uh, no. No, oh. no, it doesn't. Because government no. acronyms know nothing? Okay, no. never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that, that, that. I'm so glad Murph, Murph brought that up because uh, that, uh, yeah, Chud's It's a, Chud. It's Chud. We get to see a young Daniel Stern. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I, I watched that the other day, I was like, how do I never notice that like half of Home Alone is in this fucking movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, you just what wait the for, fuck you is wait going for John on? Candy to show up at some point. <laughs> Dude, like. I I was sitting there, I was like, is Harry in there? Oh, is yeah. Harry one of Reverend, the Reverend, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking yeah. Marv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. No, but uh, that's Chud's. The funny, the fucked up thing is, you you see biting, you don't actually see a lot of eating. Okay, so my question about that movie, it bothers me because she gets fucking bit and. 
it showed when the other dude got the chunk taken out of his leg and he got bit, he turned into one of those fucking creatures. Is she turning into one of those creatures? Because that's how that movie should have ended with him dying. Is that how that happened in Chud 2? Okay, I've only watched Chud 2 once and I don't Chud remember. I've never Chud seen Chud 2. Chud 2, so. Oh, there's a Chud 2. Yeah. Well, I know it exists, too. but oh my God. I think there's a 3 as well. Yeah. <laughs> If the first movie does any sort of business and the studio's like hungry for, you know, whatever, they'll make sequels. I mean, there's a Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, all right? I mean, like, there are like five Sleepaway Camps and there's like nine Puppet Masters. Oh, no, there's like like 11 Puppet Masters. They just rebooted it. You get a movie that does any sort of either business or like cult status, Mm -hmm. you're going to get fucking sequels. Unwanted sequels most of the time, but sequels. Yeah. 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 Um, Now, Another one that is fun that I don't know if everyone has seen or not, but Blood Diner, where it's oh, two brothers own list. a diner and they that, resort yeah. to cannibalism to kind of. I, th- I feel like either Tales from the Crypt got their idea from that, mm-hmm. or they got their idea for that film Probably, from Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah but I think all of that stems from Blood Feast from Herschel Gordon Lewis back in the '60s, doesn't Ooh, it? Ooh, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, John, one of John Waters' favorite movies. Well, if it's John Waters likes it, then hey, yeah. it's all right with me. <laughs> <laughs> right. can, can we go to the, the the movie that literally has the title in it? That, yes, Hunter. Yes, all yes, right, we okay. can. All right. Yes, all right. Yes, Would yes, you can. like to say the title? Yes, uh, Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> all right. I mean, like, I, I'm sorry, but that's that. When you say cannibal, that's got to be one of the first ones. I mean, it's in the title, and it's so fucked up. I mean, yep. like, oh yeah. I can. I think we can accurately say notorious. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean. Literally, shit was so hardcore. It's still crazy that this is a thing that happened, that the director went on trial because everybody thought, oh, these actors were actually murdered. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? Like, someone said, we, we gotta put this guy on trial. He's bragging about murdering all of his actors. <laughs> and, like, they literally set up a trial date until he's like, Come in, actors that are still alive. See? <laughs> well, not only that, he actually paid those actors to hide for a year yeah. to perpetuate the the blurred line of whether or not it was true. And while not being the first one in the genre was is definitely, I would say, the most well-known of the like cannibal films genre of the 70s and 80s that it focused primarily on cannibal tribes. And isn't it True that that we still ha- there still hasn't been a release or or at least uh, our generation still hasn't seen like the original cut of that film. I feel like they've still only released like m- yeah somewhat censored. Even though they're not censored, mm-hmm. I'm like wow, what does the completely uncensored version look like? I feel like that still ha- is it's still the, a thing, it's right? The eating on multiple penises. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I think that you are correct, um, and that we haven't seen the fully. The fully released, unre- but you know, it's also what an Italian missing? film made in the 70s. I want more people eating, Hunter. Yeah, eat more people. Oh, sorry, uh, less rape, more eating. Thank you. That's um, fair. I get it with I, I yeah, I can, I I can go with that. That's my, but that's my general. I am, I am saying <laughs> <laughs> less rape, more cannibalism, please. And thank you. Oh, I thought you were say less rape, more eating. Well, that too. <laughs> that's too. What's crazy though with Cannibal Holocaust is that it honestly is a jump starter for a genre that then take off till years later which is the found footage like <laughs> do we have to go into that again but, but oh, i God. i'm always saying it's how i mean actually what's two the next, genres what's the next found footage movie that like is that notorious Blair you know Witch. What I mean? but that's what i'm saying yeah. and that's Blair so Witch was the next far down one. but um the other one that it actually is somewhat credited with job starting is the mockumentary even though yep. it's um because it while not as funny as the standard mockumentaries that we think of today, it is another one that is listed in that genre. But um, 
I'm not going to get on a high horse, but I do want to mention it because I one of the things that these films did um, was really interesting to me where like it really reinforced how cannibalism was a tool of colonialism where like and it was used to show that a uh, society was less advanced and it was a tool that like the british used against the irish and the scottish talking about like oh you know they're cannibals they do this that and the other because people would be like oh my god those cannibal scots and so that was the same thing where they would be like oh my god these tribes are so like you know they eat people this that and, the other. and it was and it is a different type of exploitation film and is a different level than some of the other exploitation films that we saw during that similar time period, mm -hmm. um, which I'm not at all surprised that it was the Italians that took us here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's, fa let's face, look at the look at the directors. Look at look who we got from th that time frame. <laughs> like, Come on. I mean, yeah. But, you know, I do think that it's, it is as, as like base violence and like like this is what it is as it is it actually does have a huge dialogue within that like narrative of colonialism and cannibalism and all that stuff okay plus the motherfuckers in cannibal hall because they're kind of assholes oh my god they're like, dickheads like they're burning down their fucking huts and like yeah. check this shit out like i mean yeah guess what you're, you're gonna get murdered and eaten because you, you asked for it motherfucker seriously I mean, yeah and that's what's great is that like you, you backtrack and you're like oh my god mm -hmm. these poor victims but I'll be honest, after no. a while, you're no. like, I don't no. call them poor no. victims. They kind of like were poking the fucking bear for half oh the fucking time they were no, there. They were more than poking the bear. I mean, they were God. shitting on top. They were shitting on top of the oh bear God. and they saying, "Fucking eat me." Dick in the bear's mouth yeah. and then fucked its wife. <laughs> God damn it. Like, but no, that's, that's very accurate. It's not. You're not poking it. You're literally they destroying. Just, they just yeah. the tribe and like, look, we lied to. They're just like, fuck you. Like, I mean, yeah. they're such assholes. And yeah, they set, let's set shit up. Yeah, they were like, "We're gonna start a war." Check this out. Like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. And then you're Apollo oh Bones. So, so everything we see in the first half of the movie is a result of those jackasses, where they're basically like semi cleaning up after those people. I, I like that the tribe left all the reels. Leaving, <laughs> they probably know it's like, like, wait, look, you'll watch the footage. You'll you'll know why we did this. These are all yeah. assholes. All these bones were asshole bones. All right, watch the footage. <laughs> all right, like they conveniently put the film cans next to the bones, just so you're like, look, we had a, we had a reason. All right, your honor, yeah. like if you look at the footage, these guys yeah. were assholes. That's why they're dead. All right, mm. there yeah. you go. <laughs> we kept their spirits. <laughs> Mm. I mean, they, that's, that, they, that was a thing that, that they tribe did. wouldn't fucking mm. care about those fucking film cans, except to be like, "See, see, yeah, yeah. we kept this. We took it from <laughs> them." Fuck you, you. How do you, you feel better now? Yeah, Hunter? yeah. You got the one with the in the name. I mean, Is come that... on, dude. Like, no, I know. When you bring up the episode, you. I'm like, You're come like, on. Yeah. Like, so yeah. now I will say, listeners, uh, we probably won't really dive into Green Inferno that much. We already dived into the Green Inferno because they mentioned the Green Inferno upwards of 20 times within Cannibal Holocaust. So I don't see why we need to talk about a remake. There you go, because that's going to be later on. Hunter, I will dive into that. Yes, we, yes, we yeah. will. Yes, we will. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's hard not to. Yeah, well, all right, yeah, that's a killer film. Now taking it, I, I kind of want to do a hard, a slightly hard turn and take okay. it back into the vein of. It's it. I feel like it was done to be a evolution of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre style, because you know that was in Texas and it was in the middle of nowhere. You know, blah blah. They switched the <laughs> geography and you just put it in a little off beaten path shortcut road in West Virginia. And what uh, you get is you get wrong turn. Yep. Now I, I told you you're going. I'm gonna there. tell you, dude. The first wrong turn, I fucking love that movie i don't like any of the sequels no like all the sequels suck but the first well, wrong turn we've already gone over how that yeah. happens yeah there's like five yeah there's like five wrong turns 
Uh, but the, the, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they've been wrong. They've been wrong four in York, other times. Fine. Yeah, but no, the, I end up on an army base. <laughs> Damn it, Google Maps. Just, but on. the first wrong turn, plus I got Eliza Dushku, which oh, that yeah. helps. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. I mean, it that really doesn't fucking hurt. Exactly, <laughs> and I mean, with the storyline, the suspense, the climbing through the trees, run away from these inbred cannibals. I mean, they literally are hiding in their cabin, watching them eat. Yep previous hitchhiker like hikers in the mountains like just watching them chow down could you imagine just chilling in a room and you see these inbred like fucking weird shaped head motherfuckers just eating humans you're like i gotta be quiet or i'm next (laughs) yeah how the fuck do you do that uh you lock the fucking door you get a better pair of binoculars and a gun (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean well no when they found the cabin it was their cabin so they're hiding in their cabin so when they bring back their kill they're eating their kill in their cabin meanwhile they've got other fresh meat chilling hiding through the cabin they don't know about that's what i'm saying you're like in their nest and you're hiding in their nest that's what got me, is you're hiding in their comfort zone. Yeah, you're you know? kind of like, fucked. Ugh. They know the area a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. But then there's a whole scene where they're like running through the trees trying to escape them. That was pretty fucking rad. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole setup of that story, again, people, never take the shortcut. We have stressed this multiple times on this podcast. Fuck the shortcut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when the guy at the gas station says, there's a good shortcut. No. no he's not no. looking out for your best interest. No, Especially he, if it yeah. goes through the fucking woods. Don't exactly. do it. Don't well, do it. Well, I'm just saying, Main like, roads. wrong turn, fucking hills have eyes. Yeah, no, like, no, yeah, no, no, Don't no. take their advice, all right? No, no, no. Nope. Keep sticking with the map, all right? There's stick a reason. with the map. No, but I just thought wrong turn was another evolution between Texas Chainsaw Massacre and even, like, hills have eyes, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Because it was a very territory. The desert, yeah, the, we haven't really seen it in the mountains at, up to that point. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, not from a familial yeah, point of view anyway. Exactly. I don't think. No. So I think that was... Now, if only one of them was singing songs during the middle of it, then we'd have another... But you don't movie. want to talk about um, bloodthirsty teenage girls? Yeah. Because I kind of want to uh, talk about... So there's two things that, like... Oh, God. Okay, so... <laughs> now we're going to the oh. far end oh, of yeah. cannibalism. Okay, oh, well, we can when do we a... go first? Um, well, I have a lot to say about the singing one. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's. But, uh, well, I feel like you're the only one that has anything to say about the one female. What Jennifer one you body? Bring up. Jennifer's yeah, body. Yeah, I don't. Have I know that you don't. You movie. don't care for it, but I think that uh, it was. It was nice for me to see a female-bodied human taking that much no. aggressive. <laughs> I know. I know. Technically, a demon. Shut your face. Mm. Yeah. No, I see mm-hmm. you. But mm-hmm. a a female identifying presenting being being that aggressive and carnivorous because a lot of times they end up as cattle. And so it's really kind of nice to watch. You know, you know they did it murder. better when they did ginger snaps when they're werewolves. Oh, and yeah. two, but there are uh, a they lot of also... fucking werewolf movies. We and can talk two... about fucking the <laughs> howling. Not female werewolf. Yes. Oh, yes. She shows up at the end and gets shot as a little no, puppy. No, shows, there's the she... main fucking female werewolf that seduces her goddamn knockoff fucking Tom Atkins husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fucking like. Wait, and they wasn't have... that Tom Atkins? No, that wasn't Tom Atkins. <laughs> Tom Atkins is much more handsome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I no. have Tom Atkins feelings. No, they have the whole like we're fucking and turning into werewolves scene. Yeah, <laughs> but that was like then it pans out in the wolf. So you know, I just see him being vicious. You see him fucking. I'm talking about like. That's where she got scratched, and then she was like, "You've been with." To that bitch in heat. But okay, I mean, so topic. anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. We went way anyway. Off saying topic. that like they did it better <laughs> in Ginger Snaps. Look, there's a lot of fucking films that and did two, things better. It was still nice to see CGI. Can I just can I just okay, talk about yeah, yeah, the no. horrendous, horrendous, like non, no excuse 
will never say I'm okay with it. Use of shite CGI yeah, in Jennifer's yeah. body. No, I, Fuck I, that I agree. Movie. It would have been really nice to see that film use way more special, like actual. I might have a different feeling about effects. it if I saw yes. more practical effects. Honestly, I will see. I think that the other thing it is lost that a lot I of watched support, it though when it when they were filming it. That I think a lot of the stuff. Oh yeah, it did. You can follow the beats and see that it could have been a, a really strong movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yes, it has some really shitty effects, but it, they also lost a lot out because mm-hmm. there was it was supposed to be a stronger movie with more practical effects and more stuff invested into it. And unfortunately, the main star had lost her, you know, Transformers sellable, thing, sellability. Yeah, and so yeah. a lot of that was pulled, and so you get what you get, but you could see the potential of that movie. Yeah, and the thing is, like, you're just we're just left. With, it feels like you're almost left with sloppy seconds with that film, and that's I'm, my problem with it. I'm not gonna lie. Part of my appeal for that film, number one, I thought it was gonna be way lower like i thought i was gonna fucking hate it and that's i think what happened with and everybody that was my, that's why I and, and then i was like oh actually you know this really isn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be because i had built it up to be way worse and the other t- thing i'm really stoked to see i can tell the weather with my boobs girl from mean girl stabbing a bitch mm. oh okay <laughs> you know? yeah i'm fucking yeah. proud of her and i will say i love I, I appreciate how that movie ended mm-hmm. with the band that started everything. Oh, yeah. And literally, they're like, well, we're killing you because we were selling our soul to Satan and that's how we do it. And at the very end, that's their mm-hmm. demise. Is the the yep. chick that can tell the weather fucking rolls up there and murders the entire band. Mm-hmm. I yep. appreciate yeah. that. Maybe that's Stone one of the selling points for me is that they're so cocky when they're doing it. They kill, they kill one person that they don't expect that someone's going to come after them. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let alone a tiny blonde girl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, All right. Oh, one. I just want to mention real quick because there's not. It's not seen in it, but fuck. I wish it had been. Cannibal women in the avocado jungle of death. The fuck. Oh my god! It has Adrian Barbeau in it, and is such a fucking like okay. you had ridiculous... me talking about women that can tell the weather with their boobs. Oh Holy my god. shit. Adrian Barb, okay, I can't say what I would let our. Adrian She's the fucking weather channel. That's all. Seriously, I'm oh my yeah. God. Like I don't care. I, I met her at a Horicon a few years. Stomp my face into acid. <laughs> I met her a few years ago at a Horicon, and to this day, I would let her ride my face. Wham. Just saying. No, like you, I know you're saying just saying, but I feel like the whole table is just nodding at yes, you right yes, now. Yes, like, yes. Yes. we concur. We concur. <laughs> yes. Good sir. And cheers yes. to that, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good sir. Yes. And that is why they call you from the mouths of madness. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's right. so it's not a horror film, and I I thought it was going to be, and it was something that like I ordered when I I ordered that film when I ordered Sorority Babes of the Slime Ball Bolorama to give you an idea. Um, <laughs> but right. it's goofy. Um, it plays on a lot of stereotypical gender shit and it, uh, the avocado jungle in the middle of California, uh, uh, there are full, uh, fucking, oh my God, I lost my train of thought. Uh, these, these two psychiatrists, there's been, uh, one woman who is, who has disappeared and that's Adrian Barbeau's character. And so they're going into the avocado jungle to find her and the piranha women who are mm-hmm. this cannibalistic tribe where they mate with men and then kill them. And then, uh, they, yeah, it's, it's just, okay. It is All ridiculous, right. but I'm All just right. like, you know what? I can get behind this or on top of never mind. Yeah. Um, right. But it, it is, it is fully ridiculous. And I, I, I enjoyed that. Like, slight poking fun at the like the cannibal tribes thing and where that's all very clearly white women in an avocado jungle in california mm-hmm. um so you know <laughs> where you're like yeah okay i get it <laughs> yeah. i get it all right well i feel like there's one more topic that 
at least two of us are brimming to talk about right. you can before talk about we it. get into the last little segment. But uh, should we sing about it or just talk about it? Uh, I think it depends on what era. I don't. I don't think I know the songs well enough to sing. Them, I do. Yeah. But I will just talk about. We're gonna talk about Sweeney Todd, the yeah. demon barber of Fleet, Fleet Street. Street. Yeah. Lift your razor high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a fucking thing. Some eyes a fan. No, I see. have seen it live multiple times. I've never seen it live. Oh, it's so good. But I didn't hate the Tim Burton <clears throat> adaptation. Have For... you ever seen the George Hearn, Angela Lansbury stage recording? No. No. Well, that would be why you didn't. You're not a true fan. Okay. No, it's not apparently, that you're not a true fan. Apparently. It's, oh, fuck okay. me. Don't, Don't bring up me pies unless you no. see that shit, okay. motherfucker. All I'm saying <laughs> is that there were a lot of better choices, and there's some moves that he made in that film that I had a problem with. The biggest thing that I had a problem with is that the line, Don't I Know You, Mister, is supposed to happen at the very beginning of the fucking film, and you are supposed to forget about that line. And instead, it happens right before he slits his wife's throat, and then it goes into it is a line that you are supposed to forget, and at the end of the, mo- the movie, the gravity of that forgotten line is supposed to fall upon you as it does him okay uh, that's a big and deal. that is my biggest problem with that film but not knowing that that does that doesn't affect me and for i'm, I'm, I'm sorry say, yeah. no. No, no, no 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 i no. get that i get that but that is where my that is the biggest that. thing that my thing i do un- i do understand that like oh, so i can see how that could yeah for singing. this era tin burden it was awesome yeah, because we're talking about Willy Dark Wonka. Shadows, Willy Wonka. Uh, Most of this stuff is unwatchable. Just then we get a rated some R. Of it is then we get diarrhea. A rated R. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't That's mean a... a solid poop is better. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Your booty starts burning after diarrhea, so solid poop's pretty. Yeah, good. Uh, you start yeah. solid poop and blood. You get rel- yeah, but you get relieved. You know, yeah, but <laughs> solid poop blood's still more relief than solid poop diarrhea. We're at that level, folks. Yeah, yeah. that's where we're at. That's where we're at. no, but these are my feelings. I right? do understand, and then, not not the to that, but we get like we're very low, just we, like you were talking about with Jennifer's body. It wasn't fair enough. That the first R-rated Tim Burton film. Um, I feel no. Like- so what about Sleepy Hollow? Oh, that that was R. Yeah. No, no, that was PG thirteen. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was PG thirteen. You don't actually yep. see any of the violence. Nope. And uh, am I wrong? Alan Rickman is he in? He's in Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yes, that also will always judge, yeah. be a bonus. Yes, right? Alan Rickman. Come <laughs> on, fucking Alvin. Yeah, but you know, right, uh, Sleepy Hollow is PG thirteen. I just yeah, rewatched that right. earlier in the Halloween season. Yeah, oh. Sleepy Hollow, which is where you expect a movie where people are getting decapitated might be rated R, but again, they don't show Mm-mm. any of the actual decapitation. Mm-mm. That's fair. But, I, yeah. I, I will say that there there is a great deal of the casting. Like There's a few aspects of the casting that I was pleasantly surprised by with the film, um, where I thought that the little boy that they cast to play Toby was great, considering it's a role that's usually handled by an adult because you know, you're on a stage for long periods of time. And so having this little boy actually play the, a, little, a role yeah. meant for a child like did lend itself, and his voice was angelic, which, you know watching him grind human meat his little angelic <laughs> voice. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm saying it, it's better than Tim Burton's other shit movies, but I probably won't watch it again. I'm just saying, for any of his probably movies past, it. past 2000s, it's not putting, like, making my head explode compared to his other well, stuff. Well, no, dude, is, uh, is it but Beetlejuice? Not, is it, it's, I was say, it's not that level. That's you know, what I'm saying. Is like, it Batman? Is it, you know, any of that? Mars Attacks? Mars even? Attacks? No, no I it's wish not. he had cast Michelle Pfeiffer. Fuck. No, but you know, you know he's gonna go with his boo, and for honestly, everything. Does he have a choice in the matter? Which boo? <laughs> Apparently not. Both, Both boos. There you go. Because both, both of them are in fucking Dark Shadows too, which is a shite movie. Jesus Christ! I know. That's yeah. fucking terrible. Oh God. And that's what I'm saying though is like, watch Dark Shadows and watch Sweet Todd. 
you could watch Sweet Tie. You start screaming at the screen 20 minutes into Dark Shadows because it's fucking dog shit. Exactly. Right? Now, and I enjoyed, I, I, di- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the cast outside of, the, obviously, I, I felt like that was the one thing that I actually got Johnny Depp acting in versus everything else he'd done. Because he was like his staple in the 2000s, and I felt like I was just oh, yeah. seeing the same fucking thing over and over again. That role makes but I sense feel like that role, yeah. he actually pulled something different out for that, you know? And okay. the, I thought he did a good job with the scores. Um, I thought Sasha Baron Cohen did great, too. In Sasha Baron Cohen God damn, I was fantastic. So the interesting thing is they actually lowered the vocal range, the standard vocal range of Pirelli for Sasha Baron Cohen. And it worked out great because his voice could carry it. And they did something for his character that while they changed it from the original script of the musical made sense because uh, Pirelli has a much higher like tenor voice. Like he is very high, whereas Sasha Baron Cohen, very low. But he okay. handled the role and he handled that vocal change and it made sense for his voice. And I wish that they had done some of that. If he had to cast Depp, I wish that they had pushed a little bit more with his vocal work. Because in my opinion, the role of Sweeney needs to be one of the most vocally strong performers in the cast if you are going to make a movie. He wasn't in the movie, definitely, no. And he was not. No, and that wasn't. was one of the things that... Yeah. Um, because the madness and the emotion has to radiate through the songs as well, because otherwise, why the fuck are you making a musical? Truth. Fair. All right. I, I, I can see that, and I do want to see it live, or at least some rendition of it. Whether you have it be, to, apparently. Yeah. Murphy's no, no, but required. I love musicals. I'm, yeah. I, I love going to musicals. I, I love seeing Although live musicals. Although I will warn you, Joanna makes some crazy eyes. Holy shit. <laughs> but, um, all right, so that's, that's going to pretty much, we had to end it on some... Some you know disagreements, Del- uh, but what we can all agree on is that meat pies are delicious. Yes, mm. exactly. Yep. As long as I don't know what they're made from, I yep. will go get a meat pie no. all day. That was at the beginning of the episode, the y'all. Priest, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Again, that's about all we got to talk about for you know cannibalistic horror. <laughs> now, of course, there are tons of other ones. I there's some on my list that obviously I didn't bring up. I'm sure it's the same for both. The other people on this episode, so it's just what it is, you know. We are yep. limited in time, oh, but shit, we um, didn't even talk about Cannibal the Musical. Mm, see, there yeah. you go. Right <laughs> now, uh, that doesn't mean we're done. I'm going to talk. I'm gonna, we got one little more segment, but before we get to that, we got to talk about sponsors. So we've got, of course, OGAmazon.com. Holiday season's coming up. You know, you go to GIPodcast.com. You go to our links on the top right corner. Click that. You'll see a giant Amazon picture. You click on that. It'll take you to Amazon.com, and you shop like normal. You're just shopping through our links, so we get a little kickback. As you buy your holiday stuff, you actually might give us a little bit of change to buy our holiday stuff, and we greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you very thank much. You. And um, the other one would be Public, which is all our merch. We've got like 32 or 33 fucking designs on our Public page. And you go to the same place, com. You go to the top right. You see links. You click on that. You see the giant picture that says T Public, <laughs> and you click on that. It'll take you right to our page. You can get on everything. We're talking pillowcases, uh, just shirts, masks, 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 masks. Mask. I don't know why I keep saying that. Almost like you know, please everybody wear a mask. Mask. Our masks. That'd be oh, awesome. Masks. And when you buy one of the masks from T Public, don't they send an N95? They mask They were. To... I don't know if they're still doing that, but oh. I, I want to say they are. I hope so. We hope they I are. I want to say they are. Yeah. yeah. Every mask that's bought, they'll send one to a hospital of some uh, an actual n95 mask to a hospital mm-hmm. so 
Um, but now they're in more now they're more plentiful, so I don't like there. There's no shortage of N95 masks right now, but so it I don't know. Hurt to have no, more. no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying I, that's why I don't know if they're still doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I know when they started this, it was when there was a huge PPE shortage because our government sucks yeah. giant cock. And uh, anyway, <laughs> that's an understatement. Anyway, uh, sucks cock poorly yeah. with teeth. <laughs> Yeah, some people like teeth. I don't get it, but whatever. Look, everybody's got their different jams. You know, vor is a thing since we're talking about fucking cannibalism, mm. um, which we mm-hmm. we will just leave mm-hmm. that to the side. Well, but I would say, Ooh. how Ooh. fucking brilliant would it be for y'all to walk around in a from the mouths of madness mask? There I mean, you that go. just makes sense. There you go. There you go. Don't do it. Or, I mean, we're not going to be biased here because we're all part of the network. A, yeah. Any GUI show mask. Yes. Ooh. Also, uh, the the. Uh, <laughs> The human centipede live, laugh, love one would be a yes, good hit for, them, a good for uh, Thanksgiving and yeah. other family <laughs> gatherings. It's a good topic starter. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah. always keep that in mind. And yeah. uh, all right. Now it's time for Stump the Host. All right. So Stump the Host is where we ask the guests to bring a bunch of ser- a series of questions where they basically ask us in rapid fire session. And Hunter and I get to just talk shit to each other. Try Hunter's going to lead by two. I thought it was three. No, it's two. All right. Because right. I remember you won, you, I won one, and that dropped it back to one, and then you won the last one. That brought it up all to right, two. All right, all right, all right. I'm surprised at this point Murphy is not speaking up because I figured they would know what the count is. So. Oh. Oh, I just like listening to y'all both get spanked. Yeah. It is three. <laughs> oh, I'm, yes, He's it right. is. It yeah. is, but no, see, I have it. I told you, I keep yeah. it up to date. It is three. He is right. up by three. Oh. Well, let's see what happens here. Yes. I'm probably going to lose it. <laughs> God damn it. Don't have that attitude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I'm not I'm upset like, about it. I'm just like, a, Beat up on a kid in a wheelchair. Come on, man. Don't oh, wait, so because, I, because I, I don't, I don't well, I'm bring probably going to lose. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah. No, I just said I didn't care. I just said I was probably going to lose. Whatever. <laughs> it's going to get so, poor, so far in advance. See, Hunter's thing is trivia. We first, we'll reset after 10. If I get up on 10, then we reset and we get, we're both even. So. And then we just have like a separate tick mark of how many times we've reset because you've yeah. been up by 10. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. That's my sly way of talking shit. Well, it's funny because last time I did trivia, you didn't get any actually correct so it's okay. that is true. true yeah yeah mm-hmm. so maybe you'll actually get one this it's time. a little bit of luck mm-hmm. <laughs> no All it right. wasn't luck it was the it was you got closer to the number see last time yep. mm-hmm. and we were nice to you all right let's see oh, all, man. Right. I, uh, all right our guest gets to decide who goes first <laughs> um actually i want you two to decide because i uh, i tried to be nice don't leave it don't I'll go with the same rules I roll with chess. Okay, uh, well then I'm loser go. gets to go first. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. you so fucking sweet? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, he's a giant piece of shit. But we'll, we'll, that's a different <laughs> <Damn>. conversation. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? He's flirting with you. Don't oh, you okay. recognize it? <laughs> <laughs> he likes you. He likes you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What All we got? All right. Question number one. So, what family is the family in the Hills Have Eyes based on? Oh my fucking god! Some say they're fictional. Some say they are real. Yeah, and I, oh I can give you a country of origin after if if neither of you guess. Okay. Yeah. I. Okay. I. I ugh, I'm drawing a blank. Hunter's making eyebrows. Mm. I actually bring it up in the killer filler about Hills of Eyes. I just you can't do. fucking remember. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. So the country of origin is Scotland. Mm. Don't poop. Dude, don't know. Yeah. Don't know. God damn it. Sawny Bean. The Sawney Bean Clan, and it is debated as to whether or not they are actually they are real or fictitious. So, all right, fucking a. Yep. All right. All right. Hunter. Onward to Hunter. Mm. So, 
What is considered the first film of the cannibal films genre of the 70s and 80s? And this is specifically, I will clarify that this is the one talking about the cannibal tribes because that was the big focus of the cannibal films of the 70s and 80s. I mean, I would just go to Cannibal Holocaust. Incorrect. So. Steven. Right, read that again? I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Saying, like, wait, hold on. What is considered the first film of the cannibal films genre of the 70s and 80s? Not cannibal. It is not yeah, Cannibal Holocaust. I was say. Cannibal Holocaust was not the first. It is the most well known. Then I have no fucking idea. You already answered. Yeah, Fuck you. Yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, you face. can you can answer. No, it I just, just won't say be it. for a point. Umberto Lenzi's The Man from Deep River in 1972. I've never seen yeah. that. I have no idea yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah, it has it has the Italian title, but okay. No, well, but no, but, I I I, yeah. I just have not that is seen cre- that. That is credited with being the first film of the cannibal film genre, dealing specifically with cannibal tribes and the similar okay mm-hmm. all right learning shit uh-huh. Like uh-huh. It. Uh-huh. all right okay so bringing it back to the last subject that we talked about oh boy prior to the musical and the film where did the story of sweeney todd originate what was the first like incarnation of it what you, uh-huh <laughs> what what it was the first incarnation like who wrote it no where did it like what made it a thing? Yeah, what made it a thing? The play? Incorrect. A poem? Incorrect. Ah, a song? No. A sonnet? <laughs> yeah. No, it first appeared as a story in the Victorian Penny Dreadfuls. Oh, ah. fuck me. I knew that. Holy shit. God damn it. Yep. No, I knew that. I knew that. I, I, know I, I knew I read, I've read about the Penny Dreadfuls mm-hmm. because I, of the, I, I, the reason I got into the Penny Dreadfuls is because of the show. And I'm like, Holy mm-hmm. shit! That actually was a short story horror series, mm-hmm. and yeah, fuck me. I think it was. I'm like, not. I'm not the ups- one that it was. It was called like String of Pearls or something like that. God damn it! I'm yeah. not upset that I got that wrong just because seeing the pain of him. Be- well, I hate, that. I hate like the other ones. I didn't. I literally didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm. I'm it's just. Still... It was. I hadn't read about. I haven't looked at anything penny that's dreadful fair. in that's fair. fuck <laughs> years. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, but it, that's a great question though. Yeah. God damn it. Okay. Very horror. I mean, that's 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 like OG Victorian Gothic horror. Murphy's doing their job of making us look stupid, as they like to do. So oh, yeah, as they did it. Fucking Galaxy Con. I say, at least this time there's not a crowd around, and yeah. they're like, all right, we make y'all look stupid. Questions. I'm sorry, Hunter. Fucking go. None okay. of us got anything right, by the way. So all right, Hunter. The films Cannibal from 2006, Rotenberg in 2007, and Diary of a Cannibal in 2006. Are all based on an actual event. Who is the the person they refer they reference? Jeffrey Dahmer. Incorrect. Stephen. Ed Gein. Incorrect. Yeah. This is uh. They all reference Armin Muse of Mindtile fame. God damn you, Muse. Damn you. Damn yes. you. Yeah. Armin no, no. Muse is I just the, want the, the person. Go-to. Come on, Dahmer. I mean. Armin Muse is another fairly well-known case that had a bunch of uh, films and other things based off of him. He was the person that put out the ad in the German newspaper for someone who wished to be killed and eaten. Ah, that's oh, right. Okay, that's yeah. I do, yep. I do remember Son that. Of yep. And that is that person that he is the person that Mindtile is based on and that there's a bunch of other things based on him as well. Yeah. Of course, she's going all cannibalistic with the question. So questions. the score is zero, zero. <laughs> it's working out well for scorekeeping. Uh, seriously, there's nothing. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing. You, you. Well, I've got two more, and I tried to be a little bit more gentle with these. Okay. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, let's see. It's let's my tiebreaker. That's the. That's... They're trying to fucking just destroy us. Okay. Hey? In the film Hannibal Rising, what gives him away as the killer? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. God damn it. 
like yourself. I know I am. I haven't Sorry. watched a movie in a while. Oh, it's Rapid Hunter. Okay, I, I can't remember it. Since I haven't seen that movie, I have oh, no idea. So I'd it's say a... it's the slurping sounds every time someone's taking a shower. I don't know. So No. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> damn it. Running. His the shoes. presence of clove oil. Because mm. they use clove oil to clean the blade that he killed them with. Aha. Aha. Dude, it's a great film. I it just, is. I, again, I have, I think I, God, it's been a while since I've watched that. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to see that one, so. <clears throat> okay. You. Yep. What is Vincent's last confession in Motel Hell? Fuck. At what point of the film? The very last thing Vincent says. Like when he's got the saw on his side? Yep. Mm. Son of a bitch. It is the most important thing that he had to confess before he died. God damn, I just watched this movie too. <laughs> I, saw, uh, I, just I didn't just watch it, but. No, I literally uh, just watched this movie. This one's so fucking taunting, I can't remember. Uh, well, because it's the last question, I feel like we can do a little le- uh, more time than rapid, right? You don't know it. No, go right. for it. Um, fuck, I just watched this like two days ago. I, I don't remember. Fuck, I don't remember. He's a hypocrite because he used preservatives. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is right. Mm-hmm. Right, so none, nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So technically it's a tie. Do you have a tiebreaker? I do, but it is about cannibalism in general, and it is something that has popped up in multiple things that we have seen. Oh, okay. um, right. And I'm going to try to be nice to y'all. Right, so how, okay, how, so do you, how, how, how do you we determine it? this? <laughs> how do we do it last time? Y'all can just try to answer. <laughs> okay, you um, decide who answers Somebody okay. sounds like they think there's no, no chance, chance for you to do Look, shit. No, I think that there is a chance. I just, I think if you think about it, right. you will know. Given the topic All right. and what we have discussed today, thinking about cannibalism, Apart from films, okay, but something that has definitely influenced. What is the law of the sea in reference to cannibalism? Oh, and you actually brought this up in the thread. I did. Oh, yeah. God I, damn! I should have paid attention to that thread. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The law of the sea. The law of the sea. What is the always law be of the, the bigger sea? fish? Hmm, that's true. Not this time. God mm, damn it! Yeah, nope, nothing. When cannibalism is the thing that they have to do to survive, everyone draws straws. The shortest straw is the one to be eaten. The second straw has to do the killing. Mm. And that is the law of the sea. All right. Well, uh, so that's a tie. That goes under tie of zero. <laughs> We're stupid. Uh, You're not stupid. I just got excited. Thank you for listening to The Mouse. The Mouse. We like the horror movie. The Mouse. The Mouse. It's like the, mouse, the, it's mouse, like the, the bears, mouse. but The yeah. Mouse. The Mouse. Yeah. All right. Uh, Murph, oh man, yep. Murph brought it. They I think uh, it's the first one dick. where it's been zero. I think we've at least usually had like one one, or someone's got yeah, a tiebreaker. This is, this Technicality is, last time. Yeah, yeah, this is just this is a zero zero yeah. zero tie. Do we invite them back? Because this is the, I don't like this kind of punishment. Do you yeah. want me to start being nicer? <laughs> I thought I was just being interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just like I was just like okay. What am I excited about? Oh, these are cool. This is a cool thing to ask. No, I mean it's, it's refreshing to get yeah. like royally mouth fucked. But uh, should I, I start got putting in to. like a nicer question for you to be like like a slow start? Like I know a lot Ooh, of times like you got chainsaws and lives in Texas. Oh, I know that. One like yeah, <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> yes. Holy shit! It's this tiny no, nuance film I read about last week. In all seriousness, it's a tie. Hunter's still in the lead. He's up three. Uh, Murph, thank you. I mean, you brought it. 
Brought I mean, it. you brought it. I mean, it's nothing wrong with stumping the host. That's what yep. the yeah. title is, right? So Look, you asked me on a cannibalism episode, so obviously I had to stump you because we all need dinner. Ooh, smart. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So thank uh, you both for being delicious. I hope <laughs> I hope some of the you, you listeners you knew some of those answers. And just could yell at us for being stupid. Yelling, you yeah, know, while you're listening fine. to it, yelling the answer. I'm okay going, with Come that. On, it's great. It's fine. Uh, and again, like I said a little earlier, just hit, uh, hit us up at lowdownbrown.gygmo.com. Uh, feedback on this episode, what what cannibalistic horror movies we missed, because like I said, I know there's some we didn't get to cover. Oh, there's a bunch. There's always going to be something we can't cover because we could do a five-hour episode. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, um... Let us know what you like. Some ideas of what you want to hear. We said we want feedback, so we're, we're definitely going to take all that in consideration. And uh, hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, because you're probably listening. Uh, hope you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. That's when this chow down is on released. me while you're listening. To it. Yeah, exactly. Double yeah. check your ham. Mm-hmm. Could be that drunk uncle that didn't show up this year. That long pig. Yeah. So uh, and then until we talk to you again, stay safe. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.